All right, what's happening? What is going on? Welcome into Sports Betting Daily. How we doing out there? Appreciate you joining us. Uh, let's get to it on today's show. We're going to talk about something that I think is a really interesting concept. It's an interesting idea, uh, at least, you know, from a sports betting point of view. And I mentioned this last week on the podcast, just sort of uh, like a passing, you know, just, just quickly. And so I thought that we'd kind of go into more detail on it because it could have been confusing for some people out there. And I talked about the difference between a handicapper and a sports better, or at least sports betting. And there's actually a difference between those two things the way I see it. Look, there's no like Merriam-Webster's dictionary, you know, definition on these things, but this is how I classify them. Uh, this is how uh, other people I know have classified them. You may have heard different vernacular, different ways of, of identifying these types of betters. But in my opinion, there's two main types of sports betters. There's the handicapper, and then there's the actual sports better. Now, I would consider myself to be more of a handicapper. And the way I define this is handicappers, like myself, specialize in, specialize in coming up with the price of these unknown events, usually games or props or whatever it may be, right? Even Joy Chestnut eating hot dogs. We have to handicap certain things. And what that ends up being is giving us a certain number, a certain price. Joey Chestnut's going to eat 71 hot dogs. Uh, the Broncos should be two-point favorites against this team, right? Or the the Golden Knights should be minus 137 precisely in tonight's game. This is what handicapping is. So I take my handicapping knowledge and information take my final lines and bet with that. I think handicapping is certainly the most common way to bet. And it is, I think the best, because in my opinion, and we'll get into sports betting here in a second, but, and I could be biased because I've done this for my, you know, by myself for a while and handicapping is how I've done it. But you don't rely on other things when you're a handicapper. If you have a good way of getting your numbers, it can be more of an insular isolated thing, which I think is good because Look, I've talked about this before. I just think that the more sources you're getting information from, the higher chance that information is not going to be great or bettable. So at the end of the day, I think that handicapping is great because if I get good numbers and the market's off, I just bet and execute those bets based on my numbers. And that's been good for me so far. But sports betting, there's a lot of people who don't do that. There's a lot of people who don't handicap and all they do successfully is watch the sports betting market. I call these pure sports betters, right? These are not handicappers. These are sports betters. Now, before we talk a little bit more about this, I want to read a line from a book called The Smart Money. Uh, the Smart Money is a book by uh, Michael Koenig and it follows around or it's written by a uh an individual who got bets down for Billy Walters. This was back in the 90s and 2000s. And it's really interesting. You get an inside look of how Billy Walters executed bets, what it was like behind the scenes. And everyone has aliases in this book. Like Billy Walters is known as Rick Matthews. But the point is, I think it's an entertaining and educational and fascinating book. It's called The Smart Money by Michael Koenig. So this is a quote or a, uh, uh, a few lines, a chapter or so from the smart money. And it talks about the idea of handicappers and sports bettors. This is the, uh, this is the chapter, or this is the uh, paragraph quote. I monitor the moving lines, noting which games the wise guys have their claws into and which, which ones may offer some intrinsic value. Sure. I can often predict which way the point spread is going to move, but I don't know when, and I certainly don't know why. 
nonetheless, armed with a three-month crash course in sports betting, which is different from handicapping and possibly more useful, I managed to go 14-9 and nine and win about $1,000, 250 bucks at a time. End quote. So that's the, the paragraph from the book, The Smart Money. And I just thought it was interesting because it highlights what we're talking about from his point of view. Now, this individual, Michael Koenig, he thought that sports betting was more useful because he came at it from the point of view of not a whole lot of knowledge about this. He's certainly not a math person. So his way to attack this would be would be sports betting, keeping an eye on the market, seeing where the market moves, seeing what games wise guys have moved and chasing steam essentially, right? So sports betting and sports, pure sports bettors read the market. They are very proficient, very, very, very efficient at watching them they usually have like a a subscription to don best don best is five hundred dollars a month but you get up to the date line moves at pretty much every sports book in, in the world so what they do is just stare at the screen all day and once they start to see money come in they just chase the steam of wherever the the professionals have bet because let's face it early in the week or early in when any games come out if you see substantial line moves, those lines are moving for a reason. Books don't want to move if some rich person with a lot of money who doesn't know what they're doing makes a bet. Books want to move when smart people who know what they're doing make bets. So when you start to see lines move, you can hop on those line moves and a lot of the time you'll be following sharp money. Now, we can go into detail about bad money or head fakes or you know Billy Walters used to be notorious for betting the wrong side so people would do this and dummy up lines we're not going to go into that today but that does exist but today we're just going to talk about handicappers versus sports bettors obviously but sports bettors do have to read the market and and very good sports bettors can often tell the difference between sharp money and dummy money and i compare this to short term stock traders right this is what short term stock traders do they read market moves instead of analyzing businesses. Some people to bet stocks, they look at businesses. They say, do I want to bet on Disney or Apple or Tesla or whatever it may be, right? ESP or whatever. And they look at the businesses. That's a handicapper. That's a handicapping perspective. They're handicapping the businesses in the future. Should we buy these stocks or not? Other people who are pure short-term stock traders, they don't give a shit about the businesses. They're just looking at market moves, seeing what the market's going to do any given day, any given hour. So, Short-term stock traders very similar to sports bettors. If you're the kind of stock trader that's going to analyze a company, that's more of a handicapper, right? So that's kind of a, an analogy there. So you may ask, why don't I myself do more of this? Why am I so into handicapping and not so much sports betting? And the answer is because I don't need to. To me, handicapping is a different way to get to the same result. We're both making money in the market. It's just different ways of executing our bets. So for me personally, like I said earlier, I find handicapping at this point in my career to be so much easier than be staring at the screen waiting for other people's information. You see what I'm saying? It's when I have my own idea, my own lines, I don't have to wait on other ideas. I cut out so much potential for misinformation or bad information. And the main point here is, and my, my favorite thing about handicapping betting this way is, I can get the fresh lines. I don't have to wait and see where lines are going to move. I can always get the best lines. So when you're always getting the best lines, that's going to add up to a couple cents here or there. And that certainly matters in the long run. So I think it's better to be a handicapper because you're going to get better lines as long as you can really trust your numbers. Because that's what this all comes down to. 
do you have good numbers for their predictions? If I think the Broncos should be minus two and they the line opens up Broncos plus seven and everyone bets the other side, I'm probably doing something wrong, right? So you've got to have good numbers and that's what it all comes down to. But I would much rather be a handicapper. There's too many variables, in my opinion, just being the sports better. Now, don't get me wrong. They still get their job done. And if I didn't have the math background I do, and I still wanted to do this for a living, I would probably be much better by necessity at sports uh, betting, right? I'd be so much better reading the screen and reading the market, but I just don't have to do that now, so I'm not very good at it, right? So this is how life works. This is how, how everything works. Is things you can get away with, you, you naturally do. Things you have to work at, you, you, you do. So if I, if I can get by not staring at the screen all day betting, I would much rather be a handicapper. So, you know, um, the, the kind of the kind of counterintuitive thing for me is that at this point for me, this may sound interesting because I do care what the market does. Overall, you have to respect the market, okay? But on a short-term basis, I really don't give a shit what the market does. If there's a game that I like, look at last week, Tottenham, was there, or was it Liverpool? Who was it? I think it was Liverpool last week. They, we gave out up against Bournemouth. Uh, I believe it was. Anyway, we gave it out minus 140, right? That line we thought was going to go to minus 170. Well, it didn't. It went down to like minus 110, minus one at one point and then bounced it back up to minus 130. But my point is, I didn't really care. I'm not going, oh shit, the line's going the other way. Oh no, God, what's going to happen? Like I didn't stress about that like I used to a ton earlier in my sports betting uh, you know, career. So it's not that I don't care. That you would Look, you'd rather have closing line value. I would obviously rather beat line moves than get beaten on line moves. But on a short-term basis, I really don't care about that because I still think minus 140 was a good price despite the fact it closed like minus 130. So you see what I'm saying is that we don't, we're not so glued to the market like other people who are sports betters may be. And I think that's actually a good thing because we have so much faith in our own handicapping and our own numbers. So that's the difference between handicappers who specialize in coming up with prices for things compared to sports bettors who specialize in reading the market and executing their uh, their buys and their, their bets that way. So, uh, yeah, appreciate you listening. That does it for today's show. Uh, good luck, whatever you have going on today or tonight. We'll talk to you soon right here on Sports Betting Daily.